You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. Yeah. He sent, he, he sent it to me. It was really rad. I was like, dude, that is so dope. I like compilation albums. There's got to be more. And looking into it, of course, there's more and so on. That was probably in 2014, 2015, thereabouts. I believe it was more more along the lines of 2015. But uh, it's one of those things where I was like, you know, I really like the music. I didn't know really what it was called or anything like that. I had been listening to music like that for a long time, but I never really sat down and decided to compartmentalize every single different little aspect of metal music or any any type of music. So I didn't really think, hey, let me stick myself in this niche. But then I begin to realize that, you know, this niche isn't really on the radio, so I got to go looking for it, you know. So started looking for bands around town that kind of met the met the feel for it and went and saw bigger acts that I had heard that were kind of associated with it and whatnot and picked up from there. Uh, the whole photography thing for them didn't actually occur until 2019 so i had been doing it for quite some time kind of freelance uh uh 2017 me and my brother actually rode out to doom and stone indiana in october and did did that and it was freelance and kind of put put it out there that we were going out there, not that much of a uh, call to arms or anything like that. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we were just too deep. Indiana, we're, we're rolling into Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was it was a, a wild trip. Uh, for whatever reason, I decided that that weekend was going to be the weekend that I was going to, like, cool it with my drinking. So I only drank beer that weekend, had a couple of shots with my brother and, you know, herbal supplements here and there. And it started from there and continue to do what I did in my scene because it, I actually have my own uh, faction here in Richmond, the River City Doom Consulate. And that's one of those things where it was a branding thing. I had this Instagram that was kind of dead and I had been taking my camera to shows for about three years uh, just to remember things and, and whatnot and try to keep on keeping on with it. And then uh, went to T- Doom and Stones, Indianapolis in 2018 alone. Uh, my brother, for whatever reason, didn't tag along that time. Did that one freelance and you know posted pictures here and there and eventually you know in 2019 uh one of their contributors contacted me because they were in a band that was actually in richmond and they were no longer in that band and they had moved to florida and billy from dune and stone he's the one that runs it him and melissa out of indianapolis 
Billy, I don't know if you know him, but he is actually out of Portland, Oregon, uh, uh, out there. And he was contacted by one of our constituents saying, hey, uh, this guy might do the job for you because he's from Richmond. I'm no longer in Richmond. And it went by the wayside, and, and she actually contacted me. We had a little little phone interview kind of deal and she was like hey you should really do this like figure out how to do this and do it you're already doing it you might as be well be the one to do it so i sent him my hodgepodge of a quick and dirty portfolio and he liked what he saw and then may of 2019 he offered me the job so to say that's 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 fantastic um Hey, hey, Randy! I want to introduce you to everybody on the on the podcast. Uh, this is Ken Vellante with something rather than nothing. We're talking with Randy J. Bird. Um, really excited to chat with him. Um, uh, hey, Randy! I want to I want to tell folks a little bit about uh, some of the bands and some of your connections there. Uh, Randy's based in uh, Richmond, as he just mentioned. Uh, done some work with the River City Doom Consulate photographer for doomed and stoned uh, which we we're talking about we'll get a little bit more into the great work that doomed and stoned uh do for the metal community um uh chernobyl swamp holocaust gosh i love that i love that title i'm a i, I thank you for the title and thank you for the music um uh-huh. uh six seven you've dabbled a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh hip-hop this is the richmond doom scene Randy J. Bird, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, man. All right. So, so, so we we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna talk some metal, we're gonna talk some doom, some photography, some art. But uh bring us back. Everybody's question when they meet a metalhead, uh, where did you come from? What were you like when were you younger? Well, actually when I was younger, I was rather shy, quite reserved. Um, I was a dude of very few few words um but i kind of fit into the misfit crowd i never really did my homework um but i always listened to music from the time i was a little baby my mom actually sat me in the playpen in between you know two 15 inch speakers and blasted the likes of eddie van halen and ozzy osbourne and the likes and you know from there i always had music in my blood and just got into metal, well, you know, angsty teenager about middle school, thereabouts, uh, probably 13, 14 years old, got into the likes of like corn and Limp Biscuit and all that angsty stuff and so on and so forth. Road Roadrunner Records was a huge label in, in my mind when it came to artists to listen to, like Slipknot and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so, uh, uh, tell us, uh, so so. There's a couple pieces here we'll be chatting about with with your art and talking about the scene. Um, uh, you know, we'll be chatting a little bit about you know the photography uh, that you do, um, the you know great concert photography connecting to the doom scene. But what about your playing and and your musical projects? I mentioned a few things uh, that you've done. Could you could you kind of get into you know how you how you picked up the bass guitar things you started to dabble in and how you started to make music on your own? Yeah, it's one of those things where um, 
with the bass guitar, I'd wanted to do that again since middle school. You know, Gene Simmons was one that I looked to as far as bass-wise. I wanted to play bass, but uh, my parents uh, didn't have the luxury to, to really feel what I wanted as a child. They thought that I would be bored with it, so they got me a guitar. So I actually picked up the guitar right around 1999. Uh, it was a good two, three months after I actually received it that I started actually fiddling with it. Kind of taught myself how to do stuff by the radio and try to try to figure things out and you know listen to ACDC on the radio and try to figure out these riffs and picked it up here and there. I had an uncle that showed me a couple of bar chords from country and stuff like that and just fiddle with that and then 2002 rolled around and i got on the garage with a buddy of mine that we became best friends and we actually started a a garage punk like pop punk band uh, called the monday night turnouts and it was straightforward rock and roll you know kind of mud honey garage band nirvana kind of stuff sure uh, Blink on A2, stuff like that. And I got into that and did that for quite a while. And then we fizzled, fazzled. Uh, when, when we graduated high school, we didn't really figure out what we wanted to do with life. And I went and moved to Arizona and went to Motorcycle Mechanics Institute and lived there for 18 months, did that thing, and got my paperwork so I could move on with my profession outside of art and stuff like that and then still got back together with him and never could really find a drummer so it kind of went to the wayside so i went more along the lines of motorcycles and and the like with that and i got into a real bad accident in 2010 i got hit by an suv at a red light oh man yeah it was it was wild I was in the middle of some personal things with, you know, life and, and that didn't really help all that well, but I ended up making out a little bit with some money and I decided, you know, I might not do motorcycles for a while. So let me get some more music equipment. So I got some sweet guitars and some sweet amps and me and my buddy continued to the little bar circuit with the, uh, and whatnot and then he moved about three hours away and i got depressed and enter in uh six seven six seven was wild man that was 2013 thereabouts actually right around seven years they actually officially made it so that i was in the band uh this the end of this january seven years thereabouts and their avant-garde uh, bohemian hip-hop is one of those things where i'd always wanted to do kind of that hip-hop bass kind of yeah because i i grew in between two kind of factions between metal and rock and roll and then hip-hop so sure. it was one of those things where this band being that they melded the way that they did they were very protest orientated they were uh very open-minded as far as the things that are going around on this earth and in this country as far as the things that shouldn't be going on and and what we need to do to try to fix that and one of the things that i learned through them is the revolution 
you know, is not violence. It's art. Yeah, yeah. So that I, I took it. I like that. I, took, I like that. Mm-hmm. So I took it and ran with it. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to, you started to chat about it with the, with the doomed and stoned. Uh, one of the things I just wanted to mention to do a little plug for the project that you work on is that, uh, uh, doomed and stone, you can get, uh, the compilations on, uh, band camp and, uh, these compilations are, um, you know, stoner metal, doom metal, um, in, in particular geographic areas. And I know I picked out a whole bunch of them and I, I, I love it. And here's what I, I think it accomplishes that is a newer type of accomplishment of connecting you to the sound of a scene, right? In a particular yes. geography, or I know there's a whole country one for, for Australia, but sometimes we see it by state, uh, by city, Pacific Northwest, Portland, Indiana, mm-hmm. doomed and stoned. Um, so it's just a lovely project uh, for, for me as a, as a metal, as a metal fan and, and doom metal being my particular category that I, that I love the most. So um, I just encourage everybody to, to connect with um, doomed and stone there, but I wanted to ask you, Randy, because um, I, I had mentioned you previously, I, I've known a couple of folks um, who really important to me musically, who, who mentioned a Richmond and the, the Richmond scene and not just for uh, metal, but just kind of underground punk metal. Can, oh, can, yeah. you, can you, can you tell us just, you know, uh, wh- where that comes from? Cause I hear it all over the place. I'm a, I'm from Rhode Island, so I'm a Yankee, okay. right? I hear Richmond uh, at first. I was like, well, what's coming out of Richmond? But that's all I heard. So <laughs> tell us, tell us what's going on. Uh, you know, uh, you know, obviously with the pandemic right now, but what, what's, what's the background with the Richmond underground scene? Oh, it's 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 really really rife with all kinds of culture. I mean, you got you got the hip hop that's underground. You got punk, metal, everything the likes, and it all kinds of mixed together. It melds together. Uh, Richmond's a very dank, swampy kind of city. You know, you got trains okay. that are going through the town, and you got industrial complexes everywhere. You got the hustle and the bustle of, you know, Bank of America associates going through the town and stuff like that. So it's it's one of those things where there's always something going on. And with the music, I mean, you got bands like Lamb of God, Windhand, Call. Oh, Windhand, yeah. Lamb yes. of God, love it. Yeah, uh, Battlemaster, Humongous. A book of Worms, just all kinds of stuff. Guar, I mean, you know, Guar is from outer space, but actually their home, their <laughs> they home <landed>. base, <laughs> they they landed, so to speak, in Richmond, uh, and they I took over that. old dairy complexes, old building for a, a dairy company, and they took it over and said, this is ours now. That's incredible. Hey, what about um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about? And, and, and thanks for that uh, a little bit of background on Richmond. I'm sure you know we'll chat about it a couple more times. But one of the things I wanted to ask, and I alluded it to, you know, what what a scene looks like uh, now in the pandemic. And uh, I don't get to ask this question that often of you know music folk and, and metal folk. But uh, what what do you, what's the role? of like metal what's the role of doom in our times right now for me it seems like 
kind of like the music for the times. But I wanted to ask you that question. What what's the role of art, particularly, you know, metal and doom metal and music uh, during a pandemic? Well, with the pandemic going on, everybody's like, is the world coming now? How about now? Now? Yeah. Now. Whereas doom and metal, they're always like, it is here and now, but we're going to go with it and we're going to slay the world and we're going to take it over and we're going to just take it by the horns and make it ours. Everybody gets to live the Mad Max lifestyle now. Embrace it, right? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I really, I really like that. Hey, um, Randy, I wanted to, um, one of the things when I'm doing a music episode, I don't, uh, I don't like to, to have the audience wait too long to hear a, a little bit. Um, I wanted to play a, play a track, um, here and it's from a project of yours, uh, soundbite the bullish and the track yeah. is called lost as, as you are. I'm going to play that track and then I'm going to ask you a bit about that, that project of yours in, uh, we can riff off of that. Sound good? Yeah, man. All right. Here we go.
Well done. I love it. Hypnotic. Hypnotic. Thanks, man. Thanks, I love dude. it. Tell us tell us about tell 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 us about the tell us about your project. So I'm Bite the Bush, man. It's something that's two dudes and it's one of those things where we are two eclectically different but the same individuals. Uh, we are very, very good friends. I'd say best friends at, at this point. Um, we were both in six seven together. And 6-7 ceased to exist. And we were like, we're not stopping music. We're just going to keep going. Yeah. And we are like, we can't do what we were doing in 6-7, so we're going to do our own thing. Um, and it's just one of those things where we try to make it as emotive as possible. Uh, we call ourselves Trap Sabbath or Pink Void. Um, it's very, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, you know, it's very... It's very uh, trippy, uh, very genre bending. Uh, me yeah, being a no doubt. a metalhead, a bassist slash guitarist, I get to do what I want with the sounds that I make. You know, all the distortions and all the bass is mine. And we had to learn the program to put everything else in it, as far as your melodies, uh, the samples, and the drums, and all that. Like. We're not drummers. We're not. We're not piano players, and and we are so instilled with those items being in there that we had to figure out how to do it. And we spent a lot of time in the lab, learning the thing and doing the damn thing and writing the music all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thanks, thanks for the insight into that. I, and I about the different genres. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who really likes a variety of music. I mean, no, that's the standard answer to every human being that's existed, that everybody likes everything, but there are some people who do like a lot of different things and, and those uh -huh. who, who really don't. And I can, I just love the, the, the influences is, um, in, in, in the hip hop and the, the, the doom and the, 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 the guitar is just fantastic. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you uh, a a big a big question uh, that's part of the show. Um, Randy J. Bird, what is art? Art, man, dude, art is everything. I don't care what anybody says. Art is just literally everything. Um, it's anything anyone wants to be: painting, writing, drawing, videography gluing quarters to the floor under a vending machine <laughs> i have to thank uh, empire records for that one if i hadn't seen that movie i wouldn't have thought that was art right. but it helped right. it helps someone relinquish the demons that are within them and then it's art you know creation and destruction can both be art art is endless and the art is why life is worth living i um I, one of the things, and, and thank you for your comments on art. I mean, I've been heavily influenced personally in my development by, uh, you know, being in Oregon and, and spending time um, in, in Portland and in the prominence of, of art and artistic expression. But I tell you, Randy, the metal scene, I had never, I never had that kind of real kind of heavy, plodding, cloudy, rainy, incredible doom scene that exists uh -huh. in the Pacific Northwest. It comes out of the soil. And so the, one of the things that I 
uh, and it really made a, a big difference for me, uh, kind of feeling that the art was so close by. And that's the piece I've really picked up on in, in some of the things that you help on with the visuals for um, the doomed and stoned, right, is connecting to those local uh, local scenes. And it's a huge influence, uh, huge influence uh, on, on me, you know, art being active um, mm-hmm. in the community. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I know we got into this a little bit uh, before about uh, your background, but would you say that there's any particular person or particular thing that formed who you are as a person? Well, I would have to say that it's uh, a combination of multiple things. As far as the what, what made me who I am today is my parents divorced at a young age. And as well as my motorcycle accident in 2010. Sure. Uh, the, the who are my mom, my stepdad, my brothers, and a few friends that I have on this earth. They all taught me to be me no matter what's going on around me it doesn't matter if i'm happy or i'm sad or anything like that i'm always going to be me because of what i've been shown it's like a mirror but not yeah and and so just kind of is is it's along the lines of just expressing yourself and feeling comfortable in your own skin right yeah, most definitely. Um, it helps with the emotions that float around because we as people, we can't have one emotion set here and one emotion set there. It's kind of flowing. And I've had spent a lot of time in the lowest of lows and a lot of time in the highest of highs. And I found that if I sit in the center... I can kind of micromanage everything by being in that one spot, not one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things, uh, Randy, that I've done with the, the, the podcast uh, that I found, um, is, you know, it, it's conceptual, right? It's philosophy and it's mm-hmm. art. So we can kick that stuff around, but, um, all the time as I've interviewed and see things develop, it's about kind of, who we are and creation and healing and expression. So there's so much more of the psychology that's come out in the act of creation uh, mm-hmm. o- over time. And I, and I, I definitely hear that in the forefront, um, uh, you know, what, of what you're, what you're talking about um, before, uh, before the, uh, you know, the, a couple more bigger questions, I was wondering uh, a little bit more as far as, uh, you, you know, your work as a photographer. Can uh, Now, I, I'm, a, I'm a metal guy. I love being at concerts, uh, love the imagery, love the, both the crowd and the musicians. What is, what is your experience like uh, in the crowd as a photographer? What are you looking for um, in, in that role? Well, it's really in the moment, how I'm feeling in the moment. Um, because a lot of times me as a person, I don't like big groups. And with this smaller niche community, sometimes there's big, big crowds and sometimes there's little crowds and I can gauge a room, uh, how they're going to respond to somebody like me being kind of in the way. Um, 
I don't always take the time to not be in the way because I'm there to see the bands. I'm there to document and I'm trying to do it as artistic as possible. And if I got to step on some toes, it's a metal show anyways. (laughs) Right. Right. Somebody's not really going to get too terribly mad. I don't got to worry about smudging anybody's shoes or anything like that. But right. right. One of my mentors, Jordan Vance of, of three grit, and he he really got me in there and to get me to grasp the concept of just get in there and do it because i was re- like i said growing up i was really shy and 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 whatnot so it kind of as i grew older when it came to photography it was the same way i didn't want to really be in anybody's way but i was there to see music anyway so why not bring a camera with me sure it took me it took me a good two three years to really get in there and get my elbows dirty my fingers dirty and get the good shots that i needed oh man yeah i i I was really wondering that as as i was thinking about the you know you being at shows and just kind of like the different vantage point like i said from the performers uh you know to the to the crowd and i know as somebody who just you know is there as a concert goer enjoying the music i see so many singular images that that mm-hmm. move me or that you know make me laugh or honestly the the doom metal crowd most of the places i go some of the best people i ever meet in the entire universe oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah. so so i tend to have a smile on my face and to be looking around and just kind of like open and, and, and curious about what's going on as, as a feeling i've enjoyed at the concerts for a long time and, and thanks for oh, capturing those those images too <laughs> yeah thanks it's it's fun. I love it. I spent a lot of time trying to figure it out. At first, I wasn't really good at it. I just did it. And over time, I developed the eye to see, hey, this is this is something that could happen. And this is something that shouldn't be happening right now. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's one I got to go ahead. Go ahead. Randy. That's one thing I do miss about the pandemic and the doom, you know, family, so to speak, is being the that I'm friends with a lot of bands, we always exchanged hugs. Um, so it's one of those things where, you know, you see one of your brothers in arms and you give them a hug. Well, with the pandemic, I can't give anybody a hug. And that's one thing I really miss right now. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And, 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 and I, and I know it at shows or, or, or in life, just that connection, the, the feeling mm-hmm. of being, of being connected. Um, uh, big, big, big issue um connection just that word um one of the things i wanted to tell you uh is a good friend of mine uh he's out in pennsylvania uh his name's eric and he uh he's uh he he got me into doom metal a big 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 metal fan and he travels for metals and his family is uh out in portland so i tend to see in 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 regular showtime uh him a couple times a year uh in 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 portland and uh, i've actually ran into him because he's been running around going place to place run into him at shows even though he's based out of pennsylvania so that's wild it's 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 been a great thing uh another thing i wanted to mention is uh my son's into metal and speaking of concert photography I, i looked at a photo from us uh he and i being at a concert an anthrax concert in milwaukee wisconsin Awesome. Um, where, you know, I've spent some time out there and, uh, 
this singular image, you know, is from three years ago. And I mean, I remember when I was hanging with him and that's the power of what you do, that photography. Yeah. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Um, yeah, I got a big question, Randy. <laughs> Why is there something rather than nothing? And, and I know you got, I know you got an answer. I know you do. <laughs> yeah, that one is probably the craziest question I've ever had to like answer in life period, like across the board. And I've, I've done a lot of experimental things in my life. So it's like, you know, I may have already come across this, this answer and lost it long ago, but I think you have, <laughs> Go ahead. I, I took a stab at it and this is what I got, you know, the light of the universe is why there is something rather than nothing. Without light, we as beings would cease to exist. If the light goes out, then there will be no expended light particles to form carbon. Without carbon, there would be no life forms on Earth. When they s said we are all dust in the wind, it wasn't far from the truth. Damn. Randy, you're hitting us with this from Richmond, Virginia. He's got the answer. There it is. I love, uh, I, I love it. Thank you, thank you so much. And I love the, I love the science. I love the nothingness. I love the philosophy, and most of all, I love, uh, I love Doom. Randy J. Bird, uh, could you tell, uh, can you tell me, uh, the listeners, where to find your music, all the places to find your music, how to connect with you, Doomed and Stone, what, what? What, what where do people find you? What do they do? Well, Doomed and Stone is doomedandstone.com. I'm on there occasionally. I'm not on there all the time, but I love Doomed and Stone. So you go there, anything on there, you can you can peruse, and you'll probably come across me here and there. I get used on uh, Matt Bacon's blog a lot. Uh, a lot of my photos do. I have my own column, The Bird's Nest. I've only had one release of that. I've got a couple of uh, reviews under my belt. Um, as far as all my music, my 6-7 music is on ReverbNation.com. Um, the Chernobyl Swamp Holocaust Noise Project is on SoundCloud. And our EP for Soundbite the Bullish is on SoundCloud as well. Um, we do have a full link that is coming out. We spent the better part of uh, from June to November recording it. We're in the polishing processes. And that is actually going to have its own release. Uh, maybe its own website in the future. But uh, short of that, I can be found uh, on Facebook. Randy J. Bird, and then RFB Photography RVA at gmail.com is my professional email. Yeah, the professional one. The professional <laughs> oh, one. Yeah, yeah excellent um, on professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Randy, uh, uh, I wanted to, as, as you know, um, I really appreciate the, the time on the show. And I also want to tell you the, the connection for me. You know, I do this show. I talk to a lot of different artists and uh, being able to connect to um, 
the metal scene to doom metal to uh, the the work you're doing and some of the things I'm really interested in, hip hop, metal, doom, photography. I just wanted to tell you, I really appreciate your time. And, it, it you know, in these these times without the live music, it's it's really valuable for me. And uh, I know the listener is going to really enjoy hearing from from you and, you know, just in, into the future for uh, all, all the things you're doing. Really appreciate it. That means a lot um, because for me, while I'm pretty introverted, I'm not too terribly social unless it's something I love, like do metal or photography or anything like that. I kind of stick to myself, but to have you come to me and say what you've said to me in private as well as here today, you know, it kind of uplifted me because it, at some points through all of this, it's approaching a year. I've felt down about it, you know, not being able to go forth and put content out there and kind of grabbing at straws to put it out there because sometimes without the music, it's hard. So I had to reach back into my, you know, into my archives and kind of pull some things out. These are some old things. These are, these are some bands that are putting things out. Here's some old pictures of them doing what they do while I'm doing what I do. Yeah, getting it, getting, getting it out there. And part of what you're saying, even with the with the music, I mean, the something rather than nothing question. It's a big, large universe, right? And it sounds kind of there's a lot of echoes yeah. a lot of time, right? Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah, there's a lot of echoes and there's a lot of repeats and yeah, and one of those things where sometimes if you get stuck in that echo, it kind of repeats itself over and over again. It's like, you know, if you continue on, you'll continue on. Don't let go of it. Or it'll it'll disappear into the netherworld. Hey, 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 amen, brother. Hey, here's the thing, uh, listeners. Uh, Randy J. Bird uh, and Ken Ken Vellante here with something rather than nothing podcast. Um, I know uh, Randy. I I know I'll see you at a doom metal show at twelve to twenty four months of a range. And when we're there, we'll get a photo and uh, and do the doom metal the way it should be done. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's one of those things where, uh, I've traveled all over the world and if you're in the Portland area and, and Billy decides he's going to do another Portland stone festival, then I'm going to be there. It, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, Randy J bird. Thank you so much for your time. Yes. Uh, great pleasure chatting with you and, uh, thanks for coming on something rather than nothing. Thank you so much. You are doing the world a service. Thank you, brother. We'll talk soon, all right? All right, man. Take care. This is Something Rather Than Nothing.